out of nowhere, no warning, no background information given. All of a sudden, 1 Kings chapter 17, a man shows up with the word of the Lord on his mouth, confronting the king, Ahab, the worst king we've ever seen in the north, and this guy's name is Elijah. He's a prophet. Now, if you think back, we've seen different men of God delivering God's words to God's people, to the kings, but, but we haven't really gotten to know them. They haven't seemed so prominent in the story. We've been following the kings, right, in the books of kings. But now, as it leads you to Ahab, we're like, this, the kingship has just fallen faster and faster. And then you get to Ahab, it's like it falls off a cliff. There's no hope in the kings. And when the kingship is declining, what's God doing? He's raising up the prophet. The role of the prophet is rising while the role of the king is falling. And, it, and it's coming through Elijah. We're seeing the rise of the prophet. Elijah the Tishbite standing before the king, delivering the word of the Lord to the king who will never listen to the word of the Lord. That's, that's what it seems like. And, and what does he say? He says to Ahab, listen, it's not going to rain in this land until I say so. And he leaves. And it doesn't rain. And it doesn't rain and it doesn't rain. And God knows that Ahab's probably going to come looking for Elijah, try to get him, try to kill him, whatever. So God sends Elijah to a brook in hiding. He says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feed you down here, Elijah, down by the brook. And so he's got water. How's he going to be fed? God says, God starts sending birds. Not birds for Elijah to eat. No, he sends ravens with food for Elijah to eat. I mean, think of that. Ravens are bringing food to the man of God for him to eat. And Elijah is doing everything that God wants because he's not a, just a man who delivers the word of the Lord. He's a man who submits to the word of the Lord, even if it seems crazy. And, and God is providing for him. And the food never runs out. What runs out is the brook. The brook dries up from the drought. And so Elijah has to move. Now, where's God going to send him? How's he going to take care of his man? Who's, who's on the run from the king who, who would want to find him, probably want to kill him. God says to Elijah, I want you to go to a widow's house. You think a widow in a drought, she probably would have nothing. Go to a widow's house. That's where I'm going to take care of you. But it's not a widow in Israel. Go to a widow in Zarephath. Now, Zarephath is in the region of Sidon. You think, well, I don't know anything about Sidon. Well, remember that really bad, really bad, nasty lady, Jezebel? She married Ahab. Okay, Ahab's bad. She might be worse. She's like the worst, okay? She's like the worst woman we've ever seen. We haven't seen her too much yet, just a little bit. But she's the one that was a worshiper of Baal. She's the one that, through Ahab, brings Baal worship <clears throat> into Israel. Elijah, go to her homeland. Go to enemy territory. Find a widow there in Zarephath, in Sidon. That's where I'm going to take care of you in this famine. Like that makes no sense. And I mean, if it had to be a widow, isn't there some widow in Israel that God could send Elijah to? But he, but he listens to the word of the Lord. He goes up to Zarephath, finds this widow's house. Here's this widow. It's her and her son. He says, give me some food. He says, I, we're, I've only got enough food for me and my son. We're about to eat it and, and then we're going to die. There's just nothing left for us. And Elijah tells her, give me the food first. What do you think of that? 
And then he tells her, listen to the word of the God of Israel. If you'll give me the food first, your last meal, the jars will never run dry. They'll never go empty until the day it rains again. And you think, there is just no way this widow from Zarephath, who's about to eat the last meal she has with her son, is going to listen to the word of the God of Israel from a man that she doesn't know. And then what happens? First Kings chapter 17, verse 15. And she went and did as Elijah said. In, in a widow's house in Zarephath, we finally found somebody who will listen to the word of the God of Israel. You can't find them sitting on the throne in Israel. But a woman from enemy land will listen to the word of the Lord. It's like the darkest time in Israel's history. And God's reaching out and bringing a woman to faith. He's bringing his word to her. And she's trusting in the God of Israel. You're like, that's like Rahab. That's like Ruth. And now the widow from Zarephath. And God's taking care of Elijah the prophet. But things don't just go awesome for them after this. It's good and then for a while and then her son unexpectedly dies and she is so brokenhearted and she doesn't understand and she's blaming Elijah and Elijah doesn't understand. He can't see what's going on and, and it turns his heart to the Lord to call out to the Lord in prayer for this young man that he's been spending all this time with him for the widow and, and he starts praying. <clears throat> he starts crying out repeatedly desperately to the lord and think what's god gonna do and then god does something that we've never seen before god reaches down and brings this son back to life he listens to the cries of his prophet and he raises the woman's son back to life and Elijah gives the son back to the woman and and what does she conclude when she sees the her son raised from the dead first Kings 17 verse 24 the woman said to Elijah now I know that you're a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is truth God has confirmed her faith and she has seen it the power of God in the raising up of her son. And she says, I know everything you told me is the truth. Then God speaks to Elijah. He says, Elijah, it's time to, time to go home. Time to go back, find Ahab. You got you to gotta have an encounter with the king. So Elijah goes back. As he gets close to Ahab, Ahab sees him and says, Hey, are you, are you, aren't you the troubler of Israel? Elijah's like, I'm not troubling Israel. It's you. And you need to do what I'm telling you. You, you get all the prophets of Baal here in the land. And you meet me on Mount Carmel. Now, Elijah's pretty much calling the shots here because uh, Ahab can't do anything. It's only going to rain, apparently, by, by, the, by the word of Elijah. When he calls for God to send the rain, that's what he said. And, Eli and Ahab seems to understand this by this point and so elijah says this is what we're doing we're meeting at mount carmel bring all the prophets of baal there 
450 prophets of Baal, one prophet of the Lord, meet at Mount Carmel, and all the people of Israel gather for this scene. Elijah speaks now directly to the people. The king's not been doing it. So Elijah speaks to the people, and he says, today's the day. You've been limping between two opinions. Who really is God? Is it Yahweh, the Lord, our God, the God of our fathers, or is it Baal? You've been limping between the two. Which one is God? The people don't answer. He says, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a sacrifice. <clears throat> them to Baal, me to the Lord. And we're going to cry out, talk to God. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. And the people think, that is a good idea. And so Elijah has the prophets of Baal go first. 450 of them. They, they offer their, their sacrifice and then they start crying out to Baal. And they cry out asking Baal to send down fire from heaven to consume the sacrifice. They call on his name from morning until noon saying, this is 1 Kings 18 verse 26. Oh, Baal, answer us. But there was no voice. No one answered. And they limped around the altar that they had made. And at noon, Elijah's kind of getting cranky or something. He starts mocking them, having fun with us. He says, cry aloud. He, he's a god. Maybe he's, maybe he's musing somewhere, thinking. Maybe he's relieving himself. Maybe he's going to the bathroom. Maybe he's on a journey. Perhaps he's asleep and you guys just need to wake him up. And they cry aloud and they start cutting themselves. After, which was their custom with swords and lances until their blood is gushing out, trying to get the attention of Baal. And as midday passed, they raved on and no one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to the people, come here. They came near. He repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. He took 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of the sons of Jacob. He offers a sacrifice. He, he puts, gets the wood together and then he, he starts having them take water. And you think how precious water would have been after three years of drought. And he gets jars of water and he pours it on the burnt offering. Four jars, four more jars. Four more jars, 12 jars, until the whole thing's drenched. There's a trench around it filled with water. And at the time of the offering, Elijah came near, and with the people around, he starts to pray, and he says, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant. I've done all these things at your word. Answer me, First Kings 18.37. O oh Lord, answer me, that this people may know that you, O oh Lord, are God, and that you've turned their hearts back. And then the fire of the Lord fell from heaven and burnt everything up and licked up even all the water. And, and, and the people see it. God, Yahweh is God. They've been in darkness for so long under horrible kings, and they finally see it. And what do they say? Yahweh, 
He is God. The Lord, he is God. And Elijah says to them, grab the prophets of Baal. They bring the prophets to him and he kills them all. 450 prophets of Baal. And Elijah says to Ahab, get up and and get back to your palace because rain is going to fall. In a little while, rain's going to fall. And then Elijah starts to pray and he asks God to start to send the rain. And, and he prays like seven times, I think, asking God. And then finally, one of his servants says to him, Elijah, there's a little cloud coming. And it, and Ahab's going back home and, and the rain is going to come and the rain's going to fall according to the word of the Lord in response to the prayers of the man of God who not just will submit to God's word, who delivers God's word to the people, even against the king, even if there's 450 people against him. And we see in Elijah that as the kingship is falling, the role of the prophet is rising, and we feel like maybe finally there's hope again in Israel through the prophet Elijah. Mm-hmm.